welcome to my podcast. Hey guys, welcome to this channel. We are in a different setting today because this one's a modification of my Life Today podcast wherein in this platform I get to converse with my family, some of my friends, and even my mentors. And in this episode, this one's a very special episode and I am truly honored to be joined today by one of the best, just hands-down professors that we have in the College of Medicine in my medical school at Telesal Medical Health and Sciences Institute. He is a biochemistry professor, a physician, and of course, a mental health advocate. So without further ado, to give us advices on how to look after and even more so protect our mental health during this pandemic, we have here Dr. Chani Monson. So, Doc Sigur, before anything else, you might want to introduce yourself, like a little background of what you do. Mm, okay, so right now I'm a full-time professor in, uh, I'm full-time faculty member in uh, College of Medicine of the La Salle Medical and Health Sciences Institute. Uh, I belong to the Department of Biochemistry and so that's my full-time full-time uh, occupation and then yun nga, uh, on my clinical practice which is part-time I am a house physician in uh, uh, Nephrocare Dialysis Center it's uh, part of the Fresenius uh, medical company um, that's my uh, clinic is situated in uh, Alabang Town Center yes. okay Yes, Doc. So, with what you said, Doc, you have a lot of uh, things going on in your life today, right? You you have a very busy schedule, you're balancing time, facilitating reviews to us, and then also working, right, on the side. So, my first question to you, Doc, is how do you manage your day? Like, how do you go through a day? Like, for example, you get up in the morning already kind of like expecting what's ahead of you, like the stress of patients, influx of patients coming in, and then while also eventually you stumble upon news headlines that are happening about, you know, what, what's happening in our society today that are very overwhelming. So how do you manage through your day, like balancing, being able to manage your patients well, while also, you know, attending your needs and protecting your mental being? Uh, okay, so I, um, so actually I have two kinds of days. So yeah, the, the day that I am working from home, mm-hmm. so it's, it's related to my academic post. And for for the times that I'm in the clinic, so I uh, I get up early in the morning, so I am able, I have, uh, so I get to catch a ride. And kasi mahirap din, uh, transportation is still very difficult yes. right now. So so I go with uh, my uh fellow nurses mm-hmm. and uh, most of the time uh, we anticipate the patients we know it's going to be a busy day and when we, we come across a new issue like, like uh, related to DOH the government and all mm-hmm. this you know the, the surging in uh, the rise in cases yes um, I think the best way for me to manage the stress that comes with that is to open up so especially in my uh, with my fellow fellow uh, healthcare workers because we are also all going through the same fear uh, right now we feel really very vulnerable more even more vulnerable than we were back in uh, ECQ when we mm-hmm. uh, back in March, back in April yes. because right now I, we see everyone uh, we see really big crowds outside so every day it's a scary experience and uh, 
the best way is really to relate um to open up to people who can relate to the same experience i think that helps lighten up the the stress rather than just um, keeping up the keeping to yourself the frustration the fear yes doc Yes, but so with that, Doc. Um, what do you think is the mental state of all the frontliners right now, and how are they dealing with this situation? You know, because um, every day uh, there's still cropping up cases uh from the virus, and of course there's increasing demands from people from communities. So you know, how are they dealing, kaya with with their mental health right now? Uh, well, I uh, I cannot speak for those who are really uh, in the in the COVID wards, yeah. the hospitals. They're probably really tired and they're probably more uh, more burned out than the other, like like me who is not really working directly with uh, COVID patients. But I think what's common among all uh, frontliners right now is the frustration. Uh, we're we're really frustrated because of the ills that we see in the healthcare system and you know we uh, we are all aware that uh, the healthcare workers aren't really getting uh, properly compensated and there is no hazard pay for everyone especially mm-hmm. when when uh, the metro manila has already shifted to gcq yes. uh, they removed hazard pay so parang um we feel that we are all uh, like bonds or dispensable uh, soldiers or warriors in this in this fight against the virus. But uh, we have to balance that with our commitment, our um, our passion to heal and serve uh, people, our patients. Uh, most of us, like in, in our clinic, we, we already have a really special bond with our patients. So getting up every day, uh, to go to duty to, to see our patients also gives us a promise of fulfillment. Although you know we have to balance that out with this with this first uh, it's like a cloud of frustration that uh, we are going to war and we don't know that any any day any day we can become infected with the virus. So it's it's really a struggle. But you know uh, I think. The way we are getting through all this is with the uh, sense of fulfillment that we are able to help our patients. Yes, doc. Yes, and with with all the difficulties you've mentioned, doc, there's there's a lot of insufficient things that the government, you know, are not imposing to the health work healthcare system right now. I just have to say that I'm grateful for all the health workers that we have here in this country, because. Uh, even though you have a license, you still have the choice if you if you want to like go on duty. Because it's about you risking your own life. Eh. Pero for people like you and other healthcare workers who are really committed to their oath and committed to what they're doing, we're just you guys are our heroes. So thank you so much, Doc, for helping the country. Hello. Hello. Hello? Sorry, Doc, med- medyo nag-lag. Hello? Ayan. Okay. Sorry, Doc, nag-stop po ba? Sorry, Doc. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Nag-lag siguro yung internet. So, yung doc, as, 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 as I was saying kanina, um, I'm really grateful for, you know, the health workers in this country. So, yes, doc. Um, uh, we move on naman to, to, you know, for us students, my generation, students in general, how do you think should we adapt to this new normal? Or what is a return to school like during this pandemic? Um, I, am I addressing, uh, I mean, in students in general or not, in, uh, not specific for the medical field yet? Um, siguro, doc, the students in general first, and then what are, sigur, and then after that, yung, what are we expecting as medical students? Ah, okay. Um, the, the, the big, the big problem or the big anxiety for students in general is really, uh, after we got used got used to you know going to classrooms meeting our our teachers our professors face to face suddenly now we are going to be in a room and then we have to go online or for for everything i think that's really a, that's the really big adjustment and that is um for many i think uh the first thing that comes into our mind is our resistance to change. I mean, that, that I think that's part of human nature. And it's really hard for anyone to suddenly, without uh, warning, without anticipation, we are forced to change our routine, to change our approach to how we are, to how we are learning. But I also think that that, that is also the main, um, it's like the pivotal step that we have to overcome mm-hmm. as students. Uh, to adjust to this new normal. So, I know it's difficult. Uh, it's Maybe it's easy to say, but it's difficult to pull this through. But maybe we, uh, as students, we can all accept this as, the, as a challenge for us. No? Um, someday, we will be proud to say that we are the generation or we are the batch of students who went through this pandemic and who were able to pull it through. Yes. To really make that big adjustment, but kinaya namin, and we're here. Whatever profession we end up being with. Yes. So, Doc, how about naman for us medical students? The expected changes? Um, uh, yeah, for expected changes as medical students, uh, well, I, I cannot speak for... for Others, others yes. for other yeah other uh, other medical uh, medical institutions, but in general the 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 experience of learning becomes uh, divided into two forms, no? uh, asynchronous and synchronous basis. So when we say asynchronous, this is uh, what you experienced before. Um, us faculty will be giving you handouts, mm-hmm. we will be giving probably some videos or, or links to internet or articles which you can which you can uh, review on your own. And while that is probably um, inconvenient to some, I mean, uh, our first notion is uh, uh, how, how can we learn with just reading and with just, uh, with just uh, viewing videos where's the interaction where's the where's the interaction uh, one thing that is good with asynchronous learning is you can do it at your own pace uh, 
uh, and to compare it uh, with uh, with real time or live uh, face to face lectures, wherein a student goes to the to the auditorium or to the lecture hall, he or she can only go through the lecture once, and if he or she falls asleep, or if he or she has to go to the bathroom or has to take a call, he or she already misses a significant part of it. And there's no turning back. Okay? So, having those asynchronous uh, materials allows you, um, future medical uh, doctors, to at least no, learn at your own pace and you have all the opportunity to, to review whatever you feel that is lacking. And then there is still these synchronous sessions that uh, the, uh, the our medical school will will have. So these are the sessions that uh, will engage everyone all at the same time. So it's real time, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, probably through a, a, a platform similar to this, no? Like Zoom, Google Meet, or or MS Teams. So everyone will be there, and that is uh, the, per the perfect opportunity for there to still be a semblance of the, the live interaction with us educators. Okay? And there is also something in between. Um, there, will, uh, there should be a, a platform where students can be comfortable in asking their professors or communicating their concerns mm -hmm. like having follow-up questions, clarifying, not necessarily as real-time, but there should be that interface uh, wherein students are have to still feel that they are not left alone. So that's the whole uh, structure we expect for this uh, for this coming academic year. Yes, Doc. So, Doc, how about those who are, you know, incoming freshmen? You know, it's it's like the first time they will experience medical school, and first year is, is about the foundation of medicine. So, what are your what are your advice to them, especially that they won't be seeing each other firsthand for the you know half of uh, half of their year, diba? Eh, parang yung first year yung pinaha dapat magmimit ka with your groupmates. So a lot of people, you know, a lot of um uh enrollees ng first year are messaging us already na hindi ba sila mahihirapan to communicate with their groupmates kasi hindi pa sila nakikita-kita. So, it might be awkward to accomplish things, ganyan. So, what are your advice, Doc, for these freshmen? Uh, I actually get, I was also imagining myself as, <laughs> you know, looking back in my first year and how can you, you know, I, I have so many questions on how difficult it yes. can be. But first of all, I think uh, the first time the the first years uh, first year medical students, I want to first uh, stress that they have an advantage compared to uh, those who are already second years and third years because it's their first time, so they have no their mind has no point of comparison yet on how better it was in the old normal or how easier it was in the old normal. So they get to experience firsthand this new setup. Okay, this has their own challenges. This has their own difficulties. Mm -hmm. But again, it may also come with its own advantages. Whereas uh, with regards to the interactions, I think there will be ample uh, uh, 
there will be ample opportunities for the for the first years to interact with their groupmates. Although we really have no choice, but everything has to be in the internet. Yes. So yes, it can be awkward, but I hope that everyone will be really up to the challenge. Like, I mean, it's your first time to get to see seven or maybe eight other first year medical students in your group, but all of you are go all of you have the same dream. All of you are going to become future doctors, future healers. So maybe you can start with that. I mean, uh, to break the ice. And from there, I think it won't be as awkward anymore. You won't be strangers because you all have a common objective. You want to make most of this time as part of your, uh, as part of your journey to become a doctor. Yeah, so it's really about adapting and making this the normal um, type of schooling oh, yes. for, for the next year. Yes. And yeah, um, maybe I would like to have uh, another another advice for yes, them. Uh, it's really to ensure, um, I hope that they would really be comfortable in communicating with, with us, with yes. the professors, with faculty, with the educators. Because... Uh, even if everything is online, everything is remote, uh, the school, the medical schools, I'm sure all want to produce uh, good doctors, uh, good graduates. So we are always here. We are always here. Um, their their concerns are always welcome. So, sana hindi sila mahiya with that. Yes. Are in the first place, syempre. It's always like that, but um, perhaps it's also a part of their responsibility to be proactive. So that is my advice. Um, if they are feeling a little left out, if they don't, if they're not sure what to do, if ever kunwari, meron na yung mga reading materials and they're lost, okay? Um, there is always an avenue. I, I hope all medical schools will have an avenue, but there's, there, we will have an avenue, an interface for theirs to still be open communication mm-hmm. between and dapat i-grab nila yun yes no maximize their their uh, learning experience yes and to reassure them that we have you know they, they have us you know the upperclassmen to also guide them and are willing to you know provide materials for them if ever they need one yes yes uh, speaking of that I hope um yeah I hope there will also be um Interbatch interactions, like yeah, probably this is this was still this is still in the maybe Facebook or other yes. other platforms, but yeah, it, it would be good uh, to have a good welcome for them even if it's virtual to keep them you know so that they know they're in a community. They're not just uh they're not alone in their room trying to learn anatomy, biochemistry for the first time. Yes, doc. So, thank you for that, Doc. So, going back, Doc, to the um, normal, adapting to the normal schooling for the next year, how do you think, you know, should, how do you think should we, could we keep our motivation for our studies? Because um, uh, it's very hard to find motivation, especially that 
in my in my personal experience, you know, for the for the for the latter parts of the second semester, it was done online. And for me, that was a very all over the place experience. It was a sporadic experience because it wasn't a very typical um type of um environment, diba. And like as compared to the physical classes we're in, we really find the motivation because we have deadlines to you know um to to meet. Uh, for example, like preparing ourselves because we're we're expecting, looking forward to answering uh, first-hand evaluations and exams. And it, at home, there are just so many distractions. There are just um, it's it's a it's a very comfortable environment wherein we don't really. It's hard to to find the motivation. So, what are your tips to students like me? Okay. Um. If I may, uh, I want to break down the motivation. Or the lack of motivation into two types. Okay. So you actually mentioned one that is um, ex- extrinsic, uh, external. Yes. Meaning, um, a student uh, loses or finds uh, finds him himself or herself less motivated because of immediate external environment. Yes. Meaning the distractions, being in a comfortable space, okay. or you know, it also neglect. Um, other students also have uh, other uh, personal or family problems. Okay, if there's someone sick in the family, and you know everyone is scared of the virus. So if someone you know tests positive in the neighborhood or if someone has symptoms, it's going to be a family crisis. Yes. So this is at home will definitely be involved in that. Yes. Okay. So even if the person, even if the student is you know he's he's is really motivated into studying, into learning. When this comes into play, he, he or she has no choice or is directly affected. So my my uh my advice for that, I mean if that person really is motivated naman, um uh, pero you know nakakagulo and uh, there there are experiences that may be disheartening for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me he or she has to believe him in, uh, in himself that he is stronger than than whatever crisis there is. Okay, first of all, everyone must believe that you are all stronger than this pandemic. So, if those things happen, I, I think it's still family first. So you know, if your loved ones are uh, affected by the pandemic, you have to give time for them, and it's uh. I know it's hard to accept and it's also frustrating, but we have to balance our priorities and uh, just just uh, have to find time to strike a good balance so that there will still be enough time for studies. Mm-hmm. Okay? And it also helps if, again, kung personal or family problem that's going on, uh, it's going to be useful to have uh, someone to talk to, especially like the guidance counselor, maybe the the students, uh, other people he or she or uh, can trust. Now, if the problem is a very comfortable space, like there are distractions, uh, if the if the student can have a better place to go, mm-hmm. like uh, me. Some students, uh, some students are actually considering uh, moving into their dorms, their respective dorms, so that uh, again they can study and also 
um, medical schools have libraries open, so I think for others that this a better setup. But then for those who, who really um, are constrained no, to stay at home, um, perhaps it is best to have a good talk with, with the family. Like, address the situation. Uh, if there is something that can be done with the situation, no? uh, for example, you know, the student can open up to his parents or uh, the, the, the siblings that he is going to be a doctor. He really needs to focus. He really needs uh, some alone time you know, to, to, to study. So perhaps it's like having someone in isolation, you know, when, when someone is infected with COVID and you can have home quarantine. So other people at home can also respect that. Like maybe there can be arrangements at home wherein uh, hindi mo na madidisturb si medical student for, you know, at a certain period of time or, you know, if he or she can have his or her own room, his or her own personal space. So maybe those adjustments can be made. But definitely, uh, if the distractions are not necessarily from the environment, but maybe the, the student himself is also easily distracted, uh, <laughs> I think uh, we all we all need to take a break. Okay, so uh, I would I would usually recommend when you when you are studying you you study in a, a chunk of thirty minutes. Okay, uh, I think you call that the Pomodoro, Pomodoro, Pomodoro setup. Like you study for sorry twenty five minutes and then you have a five minute break to do whatever, like maybe a sound trip or check your social media or, you know, or, you know, just take a walk, um, play with the pets or, you know, yes. give your give, give your mind a break. That's also, that's actually better than studying straight for an hour or for two hours because your, your brain also needs some time to process everything. So maybe those, those uh, kinds of uh, schedules can help. For those pay, uh, for those uh, students who need uh, something, not to work against being easily distracted, but I guess they also need to be proactive, no? Yes. If they know they're easily distracted. Uh, another advice maybe I can give is uh, I'm not sure if this will work for the first year students since they may they might not have any uh, friends, no? Mm. Yet. For those who don't know anyone in their batch, but um, have someone like have a, a distance uh, study buddy or study partner, you know, where both of you can remind each other or check on each other, so that there's a little bit of friendly pressure yes. to not get distracted. You know, there's someone supporting you. There's someone who's going to be there rooting for you. Okay. Lang sana parehas maging distracted. They end up. Uh, Wala they end up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. Okay. So uh, yeah. So that's for external uh, motivations. Mm-hmm. But for internal uh, motivational problems, meaning um, this 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 happens when uh, a, a student really gets frustrated or feels down or you know doesn't. You know, doesn't feel like studying or you know have having thoughts of uh, 
not wanting to be a doctor anymore or something like that. Um, the, my advice for that is really to uh, always remind and go back to where he or she started. So if this is a second year or third year medical student already, he or she can, you know, take time to remind himself of the reasons, the, re the, the real reasons, the deepest personal reasons of why he or she wants to pursue his dream. Yes. For, for first years, pwede naman to, if, if ever they have, they, they have uh, wanted to become a doctor since, since, since they were in high school or since they were in elementary. Uh, it's all about rekindling that purpose in you mm -hmm. and reminding why you are going through this. And it's also helpful to acknowledge that, you know, everyone would, every, all medical students go through, as, uh, go through plenty of hardships, plenty of struggles in their, in their path to become a doctor. No one's going to say it's easy. So everyone, it's it's uh, it's it may be comforting for some to to realize and be reminded that everyone is really going through a difficult time. Mm -hmm. So you are feeling a little down, or if you're if you're you're overwhelmed, uh, accept that you are not alone. And despite despite all these uh, difficulties you're confronting, especially with the added uncertainty. Uh, it's everyone is going through the same thing. Maybe it's comforting for some to know. So it would be helpful to reach out with, with friends, with, with people, he, uh, with fellow medical students who he or she can trust. Mm -hmm. okay? Maybe they can all be reminded together that uh, it's not easy to become a doctor, but it's what's definitely sure is that it's all going to be worth it. No, it, it's always a cliche saying that, but that is the truth. Mm -hmm. It's all going to be worth it. Yeah, so remind yourself of the purpose. Um, find strength with peers, from peers, especially those who are, who are really close to you and who you can trust. Um, in particular for this crisis, um, yeah, yes, you have to embrace the new situation and realize that everyone else is embracing it. I mean, we have no choice. We cannot we cannot stay in the past and um kasi sa atin, yeah, you know, change is really is really a hard thing to go through. But that's it's like the rate limiting step, no? If I if it's like the rate limiting step. Once you have uh, come to terms once you are at peace or have accepted that this situation we are now in may represent the, ne the near future or even the distant future, it would be easier to, to move on or to, to continue on. However, if... Uh, so, I'm saying uh, in different degrees of lack of motivation, uh, However, if uh, for medical students who, who really have uh, maybe moderate to severe uh, lack of motivation, meaning they can they can uh, they find it hard to get up every day eventually, even if 
they they have commitments, they have responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, if they find themselves just staring at the screen or you know even um, refusing to or unable to read what they have to study or what they have to do, I think that is already uh, a sign that they need to to communicate with a professional, someone uh, mental health. Uh, a doctor, it can be a primary care doctor or psychiatrist. So, so to figure out what is best. Okay, my my uh, my point here is, wag natin patagalin. If you are really struggling with motivation, okay, don't don't keep it to yourself. Okay, uh, talk it out with someone. Or if it's it's really it's really uh, it's really taking its toll. No? The the key word there is if it. Uh, renders you not as functional or uh, not functional in what you have to do each day. Mm-hmm. It's really best to already um, talk with a professional. Yes. Yes, look, I thank you so much for that. I totally agree. You know, um, uh, first for the motivation, I think it's I the the situation that we have. I like what you said that this is a chance for us to explore different study techniques. You know, because we are in the home environment, so we can explore yung study habits. Na okay, we could study for thirty minutes and then take a break and then you know study again the the the, the afternoon. So it's it's a great it's a great advice. Also about the uh, coordinating with your family and just support each other's situation because for sure also a lot of people are gonna work from home parents still by the end until the end of the year and you know it's just important that we know each other's situation so that we could understand and also adjust to us uh, to each other's situation and also though I, I i like what you said that of course a lot of students right now are very you know overwhelmed or or also very much hurt, also hurting and anxious scared of you know what the future would look like or basically what what the next few months of 2020 would look like and this is a great reminder for them to you know whatever they're going through right now they don't have to go through it alone there are so many organizations out there already willing to help and i think it's one of the bravest things that you can do if 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 you can't you know if you can't handle it on your own anymore and if you sought out help so thank you for those advices doc it's very helpful i hope that you know this would reach a lot of students out there who would find it find it difficult to eventually engage themselves in virtual learning and you know hear your advices Yes, so so doc, to to wrap it up, siguro. Um, what are your final tips to student, uh, to you know, to people in general, not just students, to everyone, how to maintain a good mental health during this pandemic? Okay, so um, again, the uh, the, the the core, parang the first thing we really all have to. achieve is really to embrace the situation and accept accept the situation like let's not be in denial let's not hope or let's not parang well na you know just just uh, have these fantasies that we can still go back to to the old normal yes. no we really have to be forward looking because as long as those uh those thoughts those you know those inner desires that we hope 
we can still go back to old normal are still in our mind that actually adds to the anxiety because it 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 it, uh, it is the source of conflict like we want what is in the past but we have to move forward and that you know that makes us stop yes so, um, i think all of us okay whether it's student or you know everyone in the general population would benefit if we can really self reflect on on this uh, on this matter we have to accept that the world the entire world has changed because yes. of this pandemic and yes it's, it's really going to be different even if there's already a vaccine there will still be a lot of changes ahead which we don't know and that will all add anxiety again but if we already accept that okay, if we know that okay guys there are changes upcoming changes okay and accept that that's how life really is going to be and be comfortable with that yes accept challenge of be uh, be able to be strong you know and be resilient to, to all those changes i think that's that's really a good uh thing to uh reflect on okay um for general uh, in general um the the health mental health is very interdependent with physical health yes. so we have to care of ourselves we have to maximize and opt, uh, so optimize our physical health. Okay, uh, we have to eat eat healthy. Yes. Okay? Vit- take vitamins. Stay hydrated. So these are really simple things that will matter. If we if we don't eat on time and if we if we don't get hydrated or if you know we, we uh, keep drinking not not uh, not very sweetened drinks, they they can all mess up yes. with our with our mind. Okay. and sleep hygiene is also important i'm i'm very uh, i'm very guilty of this my my sleep is really messed up mm-hmm. you know, I, at 3 a.m sometimes i wake up past noon unless i have clinical duty it's really hard to do you no know, sleep hygiene but um i think a big part of what keeps us from uh, sleeping early or sleeping on time will be uh, our own activities like engaging in social media like uh, sometimes we get caught up with a uh, with twitter feed or with a with a with an issue with a with a news and you know as we read on and read on as we browse through social media no wala no remember uh, anxiety anxiety keeps us awake so the more we go through or we read or uh, watch things at night that will add to our anxiety, mm-hmm. the more we cannot sleep. Mm-hmm. So perhaps we can avoid much, uh, we, we, uh, we stray less of social media when it's already better. Another important thing for uh, physical health and as well as the mental health is having enough physical activity. Yes. So it's really good for everyone who can exercise at home yeah, I see a lot of people having their, even their own videos and stories, mm-hmm. right? But any form of uh, enough physical activity, so you can be creative. Like you can, you can ex, uh, you can take short walks within your, with of course within your house. You know, don't don't go outside, and you can exercise, um, even while you're in, while you're taking a shower. You know, uh, 
you know, just just do a few squats or you know, mm-hmm. any form of physical activity will also help keep the blood going and stimulate a lot of those good things in the brain. So I can uh, I cannot overemphasize on the role of physical activity. Yes. For people who uh, who uh, feel that they they don't know what to do, they have so much time at home, but they they feel bored. Maybe it's it's okay. It's uh it's a good time to rekindle hobbies or you know uh, find new things to do. Mm-hmm. So that that usually helps. A lot of people actually are have uh, successfully or are successfully coping with this anxiety by having things to do like baking or uh, reading novels, playing games. Okay, uh, whatever can keep you busy, but you um. I mean, do something that that you you are having fun. Better if you are even uh, you have that sense of fulfillment, sense of accomplishment. Like maybe playing instruments, okay. But when you feel you already get stressed out, for example, uh, some people are uh, uh, in our in our generation. Um, online games are very popular, but mm-hmm. some people get stressed out, frustrated with online games. You know. Uh, if uh, if things are already stressing you out, you might want to reduce it or take it out of your schedule. Okay, um, mindfulness and yoga. Uh, there 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 are seminars. I mean, you can you can learn this uh, online, and there are also a lot of webinars from from different uh, psychological and psychiatry departments. If you if you want to really uh, push it. No, mindfulness and yoga can really help no, the yes. mental health. Uh, you also have to ha- uh, maintain connections. Okay, even the most uh, introverted person uh, still needs some form of social social connection. Of course, with people uh, who are dear to you, no, people who you can trust. So again, as as what we've uh, mentioned in uh, with regards to the students. You don't have to face this crisis alone. Yes. So, um, while it's okay to isolate yourself if you're really going through something, it's okay. No, don't feel guilty. But again, try to uh, try to think and um, think about who or who among your friends can you open up. And, you know, have that connection, maintain that connection. Uh, avoid also whatever worsens or triggers or anything that aggravates your mental health. If if all this new non COVID related or every day may ganap, diba? Mm-hmm. If if these things are really taking its toll on you, it's okay to be less informed in a while. It doesn't make you less of a good citizen or a good person a doctor if once in a while you take a break okay you have to take care of yourself first because you cannot really make a difference if you yourself are not functional okay some because some people are like pressured to be always in touch with all the issues even if it's really with anxiety no if, yes. if you're if you're already feeling all this uh burden okay mental burden you can you can take a break okay don't feel guilty and uh, uh yeah don't feel pressured to always have something 
uh, have something in response mm-hmm. or as a reaction or mm-hmm. you know don't feel guilty if you're not able to process everything that's happening yes uh, so that those are my ano, my general advice but each person also has his or her own um, baga, mental uh, mental state so it would be good if uh, everyone can reflect um, on the specific things uh, that can worsen their their mental health if they can identify certain thoughts certain uh, recurring uh, recurring uh, yeah thoughts or issues in their mind like uh, again usually it's about all the uncertainty but maybe if they can if they can identify is it uh, because their expectations of 2020 or 2021 are now in conflict of what's happening so you know maybe they can really address yun nga, ma- ma- matanggap nila a process nila na it's the the world is not is has already is already changing okay mm-hmm. and there there's also have to be a good balance no between uh, identifying problems and finding solutions so again uh, let me use an example will be all the all the public health issues mm-hmm. or the governance issues right now in the philippines so again um a lot of people uh, find this too toxic and sometimes they really feel tired if they have to keep up with everything okay so we are aware of the problems that's the first step but I think the best way to handle this is to think of solutions yes. meaning convert the negativity into something constructive it's like channeling your frustration into motivation hopefully into inspiration if you are really, for example, if you're really frustrated with the public health care system, a lot of a lot of um, students have expressed that they actually feel inspired to go into public health when, when they become doctors. So again, um, there's not much we can do if we are not well mentally. Yes. So take care of yourself first. And all this negativity and anxiety around us, maybe we can find gold in this okay, and help us moving forward. And finally, you know, for, for those with existing mental health problems, so those probably with diagnosed conditions like depression, anxiety, okay, uh, bipolar disorder, and, and the like, make sure to stay in touch with your doctor. Again, it can be your primary care doctor, family doctor, or your psychiatrist. Make sure not to miss your medications. Okay? And be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. If you are having this lapse, uh, if you're, I'm sorry, if you're having relapses, if you find yourself um, again, isolating, be kind to yourself. It's okay. Don't force yourself into anything. listening into this episode of Life Today Podcast. I hope I was able to entertain you and maybe even more so add a little enlightenment to your day. If you have any suggestions, any topics you want me to tackle in this podcast, please, please do so. Message me on Instagram. Um, my username is at Guzman, the double N. Mm, so yes, thank you again and have a good rest of the day.